What's going on, podcast listeners? Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to Guidance Counselor 2.0. The point of this podcast is to allow individuals a resource in their careers when they need it the most. We had guidance counselors in middle school, we had guidance counselors in high school, but yet now in the real world, we don't have anything or any resource to listen to, to turn to, to learn from others. And so that is what this podcast is for. I interview real people who have had real challenges in their career in hopes that you can take a little bit out of it and to apply within your own career. As always, please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. I really want this podcast to become discoverable to others and so they can use this as a tool. And the only way that happens is if you rate and review it so it climbs the charts. If you need to reach me, all social media handles for me are at tdesen, T-D-E-S-S-E-Y-N. I do a ton on Twitter and LinkedIn. And if you need to reach me the old-fashioned email way, shoot me an email, tailord at vaco.com. Again, I know there's a lot of podcasts out there, and I really appreciate you taking time to listen to Guidance Counselor 2.0. I hope you enjoy the episode. I'll read yeah. it. All right, I, th- I think I think we I think it should be there. I think it should be there. All, all of my live stuff is like me going, "Is it up? Is it?" I'm like a mom. I was like, "Is it up? Yeah. Is, is it on my account?" Yeah, I don't live. see it. So, and I tagged uh, you too. I should quit. What? Really? Yeah. Okay. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. Sweet. Well, good so, to be here. Yeah, dude. All right. So, for like the three people who are watching, we haven't even. No one's really watching yet. But for for, for like my mom and your mom. Well, first yeah. off, we gotta talk about that. You're from Lexington, South Carolina. So I'm from Stone Mountain, Georgia. Um, my mom, yeah. So, so my mom, uh, it's known for a lot of stuff, none of it good. And then my my mom is uh, a pastor in Lexington, South Carolina. She moved there. Um, are we allowed to cuss? Yeah, sure. Why not? Okay. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, let's do it. I probably shouldn't say that after I'm like, yeah, my mom's a pastor in in Lexington, South Carolina. But so mom. she moved there in uh, in 2000 three to go to seminary school and she's been in Lexington since like 2007. So so what church is she at in Lexington? Providence Lutheran Church. So it, I'm pretty sure like a, so my parents were in Lexington. I went to Lexington High School. So like it was the craziest oh, thing. Wow. And, and by the way, I've never seen somebody pimp their mom out on social media the way you do. Um, <laughs> that's one way I, to put it. But yeah. It's it's unreal, man. Like I'm I'm a fan of Patty. It's Patty, right? Patty yeah. Sue? Pastor Patty Sue, yeah. Dude, yeah. big fan of Patty Sue. Uh she if I'm ever in Lexington again, I'm gonna go to her church and say it, it's, uh, come out. It's it's she's a she's pretty awesome. She's um like I, she just I <laughs> pimp pimp her out is, is a strong, strong way to phrase it. Um uh, but just, Very she, strong. She just she does. Uh, I taught her how to do like all this like social media stuff, where she'll she'll post like her Patty Sue's pep talks every day now. Yeah, and and so and she just she's just such a, a bright little light in a world that is not always like that. And so yeah. I, I do I do try to give her as much love as possible because she's she's amazing. I like you know this is not me talking about myself here, but like when I was like I had to do the ESPN thing a couple weeks ago, and I was yeah. on. Hum- she got brought sick up like brag. three times. It's yeah. Connor does that to you, so it's like sick yeah. brag. <laughs> but um, but yeah, she got to be on. Uh, they, they brought her up like immediately. They're like, "Your mom is a pastor." And I was like, "Is this what we're talking about first? I'm telling yeah. you, man, you pimp out your mom great. You pimp- All right, so so now we have some listeners now or followers yeah. or viewers. Introduce yourself. I know it's kind of crazy. So for those of you who find mm-hmm. follow me, I'm in the tech space trying to help people find a job. Marler is like, can I call you Marler? Like, I feel yeah, like I, I've known you forever because of your podcast, yeah. which is what we're going to get into, right? About branding yeah. and endearing yourself to others, but like. Um, Marler does not do that. Marler's not in software. Um, I don't understand technology at all. I'm exactly. Really, really bad. Yeah. Right. And so the reason why I got Marler on is because 
he's done an amazing job, I think, with Saturdays Down South and, and college football. I'm a big college football fan when South Carolina go Gamecocks. Um, I was at the game where they beat Bama where Alshon went off with Garcia. I was at that Uh-oh. game. It was unreal, dude. It was crazy. <laughs> um, and so uh, – but Marler is part of Saturdays Down South. It's a podcast, and you'll highlight it. But you all have done an amazing job from an organic right, perspective of growing and scaling and, and putting out content in a world yeah. where sometimes – that is terrifying, especially with what you do, right? I'm all positive, right? Yeah. Find a job, write a resume, do the thing, be great. But you're like, I hate University of Tennessee sometimes. And then like, they like <laughs> go, go all over Twitter. Not really. I don't want to yeah. obviously cause more pushback. But so I guess give a rundown about you, man, kind of who you are yeah. and the kind of what you do now. So my, my name is Chris Marler. Uh, on Twitter, I should have put this in the thing. It's uh, Vern Funquist. Um, I cover college football, uh, and I'm the engagement editor for Saturday on South. So, uh, also do stand up comedy have done that for about nine years now. Um, in Atlanta, I live in Atlanta now. Um, I, I'm a, I grew up a huge Bama fan. It's one of my, I always say this, one of my many flaws. Um, and I've just always been a very passionate, passionate college football fan. And, um, and then a couple of years ago, I just, you know, we'll just be open about this. I, I like, uh, I had severely bad ADD, hmm. right? Just like, just like crippling ADD. And um, finally got like diagnosed like after college, which is like not the best time because I really could have used some meds in college, mom, if you're listening. Um, Yeah. So so I, um, you know, I just, I've always loved college football and I tried to find like an outlet to to do stuff that wasn't like so, you know, crazy all all the time. And and I started writing. I just started writing and kind of like calmed me down and um, started covering college football from like a, a little blog that I used to do back in the day. And then was like lucky enough. I was like, my job with SCS, um, I, I haven't been with SCS since the beginning. I think they came around in like 2010 okay. uh, or something like that. And, and they they did just a phenomenal job with like the branding of a company and Saturday on, like the name itself, Saturday on South. I think a lot so of people good. got excited about for like SEC football. And, it, it brings in um, nostalgia like hot and sweaty and like, like, <laughs> like, like, like drinking mimosas at 7 a.m. for new yeah. kickoff games. And two of those three things I think are, are, are things that aren't good for branding. But yeah, other than that, it was really good. Um, yeah, just, just swamp ass and mimosas. That's what, that's what we were going for our entire, our entire That needs to be Saturday's down South tagline. Just call Connor on this. Like, listen, I had a yeah. great conversation. Came up with a new tagline. Right, exactly. So, um, but yeah, so basically, uh, I just got really fortunate and I don't know if you want me to talk about how I came up. Yeah, absolutely, job, man. You know? Yeah. I mean, I definitely, um, I mean, I'm fascinated with kind of what, what got you here. So I, I, um, I, I graduated from college in Milledgeville, Georgia and got a degree in general studies, which I always joked around with like a degree in finishing second in barroom trivia because it's just like a, a hodgepodge of like nothing. It's like, it's just total bullshit. And so like, I, I had a family job lined up in the Bahamas. This is weird. And I, I was like, so my, my degree was in uh, PR and advertising for like MassCom, um, African-American studies, uh, international management, and then rhetoric. And so then the job fell through my senior semester of college uh, in like March. <laughs> so I was like, cool guys right um so i went to atlanta i i, I started working at this place called houston's and, and became a bartender and a server there jumped around like left for a while came back and and just was a bartender and so i had been writing this this uh weekly article called winning and boozing where i talked about who's gonna win SEC football games and what you should have at the tailgate so it was like you know tito's bloody mary or like you know and it, but it wouldn't be like tito's vodka it'd be like the homeless guy tito's because your team's gonna lose and you're gonna just grab that bottle of booze and go drink yourself to sleep so Stuff like that. And so I, um, 2017, I, I was like at the end of my, my road with Houston's, like it was coming to an end. You could tell pretty quickly. Um, the restaurant and, industry does that to you. My dad's been in the restaurant industry for 25 years. 
I don't, that's good for him. It, that like that is tough. Yeah. I, yeah. It just it, so it was it was one of those things where um, I just really wanted to get out, and I've been doing stuff for like TV and still doing comedy, and just knew I didn't want to do that anymore. And so two things happened that year where um, a, a really pretty blonde girl came in one night and was like hit on me and she was like hey are you gonna roll all those napkins because i was like folding napkins and i was like i hated that okay, part too my, my fingers started cramping. <laughs> yeah it's the worst yeah. but that that later became my my fiance ally um and so it was like really really awesome that's how i met her and then the other part of it like i just i i was just always itching to talk football and somebody came in and i heard i just literally heard somebody say tuscaloosa auburn athens and i was like you guys talking football down here i'm sorry what? and it was um this guy named kevin duffy he's the president of Saturday on south and we just hit it off and I just like the whitest, least cool thing ever. I was like, I have a blog. And I was like, <laughs> so, it was so lame. And, like, um, and that was a blog, working. like, like, like in what year too? Cause like blogging, like yeah, wasn't really a thing until lately. Was, like you were weird. Like, I have a blog. It's like deep on the internet and Reddit. It's like, right. Weird. It was called, it was called red, white and bro. And I was like, yeah, you just go, go read my winning and boozing articles on red, white, red, and, bro. and bro. And like every other word is like the F word. And, it's just, yeah. and I was writing these articles like 2 a.m. But it ended up working. So I ended up meeting my fiance there and my the, my current wow. job. So I got it. So I've been working at SDS for about three years and handling their social media um, for the most part. Like like I run Instagram and um, uh, some stuff on Facebook. I do like Facebook Lives for engagement. And, uh, but really, and then and then most of Twitter, especially on game days. So like my entire job really is they you tell you and you know this. You know like if you get on the internet, like don't read the comments. And and now as the engagement editor, like that's like my actual job. So it is something real yeah so yeah so and this is kind of what i'm kind of pivoting into so so uh, twitter is kind of a crazy tool like i'm all on linkedin right you can't post anything that you do on linkedin like it just yeah. would not go over well right and so yeah. obviously twitter <laughs> is a tool that you use but there's a lot of similarities between twitter and linkedin in regards to organic reach and people yeah. finding your stuff from their friends who posted it from their friends who posted so it's kind of this thing that people can find you so Talk to me first of all, I'm kind of interested, like has brand always been, cause I mean, you do the red, white and bro and you did the blogging, like where did that kind of come from? Like, were you always like, man, like I just want to put my stuff out there and where did that fearlessness come from? Because so many people are terrified yeah. to post anything on social media. Well, you know, I wish I had a better answer than this for you, but um, just a constant need for attention. I, and like, I, that really is where <laughs> I it came from. And it, like, I hate to say it, but like, you know, I think, um, I, I think like knowing where you come from, knowing who you are in general is like, that's more of like, like people talk about like branding, building a brand. Like I remember 2015, someone I used to date, she's big into social media and stuff like that. has a huge platform and, and she would always say, you got to build your brand. And I really bought into that for a while. And I, I just, I realized now like five years later, how douchey that sounds and how stupid it is. And there's, there's parts of it that are very true. And like, I think, but really what a brand is, is like, knowing who you are or your company and then building on that and building on the positive things of that, understanding so the negatives of it and being able to own it. And so, you know, I think one of the best things I've learned with social media is you're going to fail. Like you're going to fail. You're going to write stuff like in, in my line of work for college football. Like I have to pick games. I, I don't know. I don't know two effing things about Louisiana Lafayette or and Iowa state. Like I don't give a yeah. shit about either one of those teams. Yeah. Like I just, I'll just say it. But I had to like pick games like that. All the Iowa State get... fans are just going to come out of the woodwork. Now. Yeah, <laughs> all seven of them. So um, it's like one of those things where, you know, I, I had a hard time at first being like, man, I'm getting like just so much pushback on Twitter. Really owning sometimes like the loss that you take, like just like taking an L and, and moving forward, like, you know, as the kids say, stuff like that. I think um, kids. Th that's knowing who you are is, is so much more important, I think, from a branding standpoint. And so 
when I started writing stuff on the internet, you know, it, it was stuff that like I wanted to do comedy. I wanted I wanted to be heard, and and I never wanted to get on stage. I never once wanted to really. Get on stage. I my so I I used to write comedy in college, and I would in a notebook and show it to my friends, and then sit there and be like, "What do you think?" Like the like. The you would just like hyper- write jokes. You so you would write jokes in a notebook, and you had a blog like deep on the interwebs. Like yeah. you were just, <laughs> so, just so crushing like, college. Uh, yeah, totally. So I'm like, and I'm sitting there. I'm like, I'm like, what do you think? And like, just like, just pretty hyper aggressive into getting attention from like that's a, that's such like a weird thing to do in my opinion. But like that's how I started. And so I, and it wouldn't be like just like hey here's a joke. Like here's like a two minute bit that I wrote out. What wow. do you think? And then and then it goes into college and it'd be like. You know, like the stuff you have to write your your like orders on. I would I would be like taking orders like that, but all those pieces of paper for the most part, unless I had like a huge seven top, they were just littered with like here's a joke, here's a bit, here's like all this other stuff, and then I would show it to people. And so one time, just like after handing like one of those like our coworkers, like they were like, hey, we signed you up for an open mic. We're tired of reading your shit on these like note cards, and I was like, what? And so, no, so that's don't. how I got I got like forced on stage, and then I remember going up there and finally doing it, and um, I, you know, I had a really good set. <laughs> she came well, so where, and it was so like, where do you think this confidence comes from, man? Like, I know we joke about uh, wanting attention, right? So it's, I don't know yeah. if you've taken the Enneagram. Like, I'm a three. I'm a hardcore three on the Enneagram, which is like, I don't remember what just, I am. Just basically like, hey, listen, like attention, want to do things yeah. the best, etc. Right? And, and right. for me, I think that kind of comes out of I me mean, if we really want to peel behind the onion, as y'all yeah, say. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I use that all the time now. Uh, so, <laughs> like. For me, it's more of like performing, right? Like the way I'm ingrained, like I want to be the best. Like I played hockey growing up, yeah. um, you know, and and wanted to be the best there and was in marching band and want to be the best there. And so it kind of was ingrained in me. Do you know where kind of this 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 like confidence has come in from for, for you? Well, I don't I see. I don't know if I confidence is the best. Or is it the lack I mean, of confidence to it's, make it's, it's, it's the a, overconfidence? I'm driven by a lot of insecurities, to be honest. And like I'll, I, I if we're just being like, like flat out. Totally. Yeah. Like I, there's. And I think that that's ended up leading into like like dragging my feet for a lot of stuff and not getting into doing this like like jumping fully in and, and like I tell you what man if if I didn't I ended up getting fired from Houston's later on in 2017 and if I didn't get fired we, I joke about this with my former GM all the time like I I would still be there like I I, I mm-hmm. it would have taken something to like physically remove me from that situation and I'm not gonna get into like a whole spiritual thing of like I think God lead, led me to where I'm supposed to be or anything like that, but I do think I that love it. I love for it. a reason. That's right. Yeah, but um, so it just it definitely is. It's like I, I was just driven and still am in some ways, but but I was driven by insecurities for a long, long time, and then it really took a lot of finally realizing like, man, like I do think that you are given talent, specific talents, and I don't think anyone's destined for to be average. I, I don't think anyone's destined uh-huh. to be like. You're you're supposed to go be a fucking accountant. Excuse my language, but you're supposed to be a fucking accountant at H and R Block. No offense if that's your job at all, but like for thirty years, like if, if, if that's what you want to do and you're a good accountant, do that. But it's like I don't think anybody was meant to go push TPS reports at a, at a sales job because I did that as well and it was it was the worst. I, and that's that's what I mean more than anything. It's like right. I think there are. I'm not great at technology. I'm not great with financial stability. But thank God I have my fiance for that. So it's like for me. That, you, knowing your talents and really honing in on them and then owning it and realizing like, you know what? Like it took a while when I first started working at SDS, especially like to realize like, you know what? I am funny. I am good at making memes. I am good at this. Like the memes might look like shit. Cause I don't know how to do graphic design, but, but like, then I feel what you, you, guys, you talked about that with the, the Spurs up show, uh, yeah. the graphic design side of things. No, I love it. I, 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 th- yeah. I think, but here's the deal, right? And we joke about it, about how your graphic design is not good, but I think everybody in this culture in the, in the, 
Instagram culture in right now is highlight reels, right? And yeah. you joke about it and you're like, it's not good. I think it's probably better because it's not yeah. good, right? And, 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 and I don't think it's all that bad either. <laughs> it's like, it's just, no, it's for sure. Like one of those things like where, like, like if we were putting up like a Zoom call, like if you're, this whole setup, if this is me, I'd be like, I don't know. Let's, I'll just hold my phone up and we'll FaceTime and I'll just record it this way. And then I'll post it to Instagram later. Yeah. Like that's what it would end up being. Yeah. So I think, I think that like, you know, having, having the, the confidence in that, like that is, there, there's like the little things that get in the way of how, of, of you really being confident in what you're doing. Like, so like, I, for me, I know it's like being funny like being able to relate to people like about college football because I've been knowing college football. football and then knowing it. And and so not spending like three hours on like, how do I make this graphic? Look, like, what is a What is a fucking gradient tool? <laughs> like, like all those kind of things. <laughs> and so trying to figure that out, like I, I've realized as time's gone on, like that's not as important. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like yeah. for me. And it, so I, I remember talking to, I've had a lot of coffee this morning, just a heads up. Um, I, I broke to- my coffee, literally shattered the slow drip thing right before this. So I'm dragging a little bit, but oh, I love sorry, the energy. Um, so I, I remember talking to one of my buddies, and this is like one of the first people I met uh, once I started doing stuff at SDS is Chris Doring. And he's, he's on yeah. SCT Network now. Yeah. And, and we've become really good friends because like I, I met him when I was bartending. And, and, and he was like, so we had this kind of like funny backstory. But then now um, he's a guy that like, I go to for advice and talk to regularly. And, and he's been super helpful with my career. And one of the things he told me, I remember in January, and I was like, man, I'm just trying to figure out where to go next. Because if you follow me, like, I've, things have gone really well, like, not like in, a, in an arrogant way, but like, I've got a TV show last year and got like, the podcast done really well and all this, like, really fun stuff and stuff that I, I feel like I'm meant to do. But there's always ways to improve. And so I remember him telling me, he's like, you got to, like, pick a lane of, like, do you want to be this crazy stat guy? That mm-hmm. is, because is, is, I love stats and I love knowing what I'm talking about. Or do you want to be like, Pat McAfee, where you're just making jokes and you're kind of like, you still know what you're talking about, but like, hey man, have fun with it. And like, that was really eye opening to me to be like, you know what? You don't have to fit in this, like, you know, I think in this day and age, there's so, there's, there's room for a lot of different stuff. Like, it's not like, you know, it, we're not Walter Conkright, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, we're yeah. not all like in this like old school, like forms of media and, and, and especially from a personality standpoint, I've never fit into those boxes. And so trying to figure out like, what is your path? Like, what is your, lane to do stuff and, and really honing in on that. And that's, that's where you find the most success. Yeah. And, and, and I think, I mean, I think it's huge. I think you have, I think self-awareness is huge. Right. And, and yeah. he, I think you said it, I think you said it best. Like if you want to be like t- an accountant at H and R block mm-hmm. and like push papers for 30 years, like great. But I think too, I think finding what you're passionate about. Right. I, I deal with so many developers and so many junior developers who are going through career changes. I spoke yeah. last night at, at our large, at our code school here in Nashville that pumps out grads every year and i had a conversation with them about like not like stop being afraid to put out content stop being afraid to document right people need a feel-good story right now and your uh career journey could be that feel-good story that somebody needs right now and and i think with you i think what's cool about you is that you are serving tables you are passionate about college (laughs) football and then now you're on a podcast that has i mean i'm sure a ton of ton of listens yeah you've been on espn like, and you're doing what you love, yeah. right? but, but, but it took you 
it, it took you to go like, hey, and maybe maybe it took you to get fired from Houston's. Right? Well, that's I'm the thirty-four. It took a long time. <laughs> but that's it, right? People are, yeah. you know, people. So, you know, for, for me at my company, people are like, well, I, I don't want to do a podcast. I, I don't yeah, want to do don't. an email newsletter. And I'm like, you don't have to. Yeah. You don't. But I think the thing is, though, is that you have to, especially because we're all at home, right? We're all at home. Mm-hmm. We're we're going to be at home for the foreseeable future. That's a whole nother conversation. I'd be fascinated yeah. to talk to you about off air yeah. over like a, a beverage. But the, but the thing is, though, is that how else are you going to differentiate yourself within this market right now? And and, and oh yeah, and I think personality and vulnerability, and and having things just kind of the way you do it mm-hmm. is 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 obviously the way to stand out. So obviously, go ahead. I so I, I think vulnerability is a huge point. Is a huge part of it. And and, and so what I what I realized like years ago was, um, like I, I and this is everyone has a story. Everyone has a story. Everyone's been through shit. Everyone has, you know, not everyone is like <clears throat> I've had people tell me all the time. It's like like they didn't like me at first until they heard me talk because it's you know listen man i'm i'm a fucking white male in america like like things haven't the things aren't as hard for me as they are for other people right. that's just the way things are and, and I, I totally understand that that being said you know there are a lot of different parts of me that are um i think once you start to peel back the layers of who i am as a person that it, it is surprising i think some of the stuff that I, I may have gone through and i think being open about that kind of stuff um because we all have scars. We all have scars. And, and like, Absolutely. I, you know, like, I think that we talk about this off air and, and I, this doesn't make me uncomfortable, but, um, like I, I'm in therapy. I had like a, a rough upbringing. I, I, I had, I did a lot, I had a lot of very, very bad, um, self-sabotaging habits, uh, years ago. And then I've gotten through all those things sure. and it made me who I am today. And so I've, I've always thought that like the vulnerability standpoint, like just being an open book, I'm okay with that. Like I, I'm okay with that. And so the, like the best advice I've gotten off that is, is, I think like three points and like would be, and I hate to bring up this cause it's, you know, it, it, this is now a person who's like daughter. I've become like good friends with, but Saban, it's about Saban and somebody's like his, there's a, I remember a quote years ago. And it's like, just be the best. Like if you're going to be a, like a, a garbage person, you're going to be a garbage, not a garbage person, but if you're going to be like, like, you know, I'm trying to say like, I got, I got the most garbage of the people be, there are. Yeah. Yeah. If you're gonna be a Kardashian, right. um, no, but if you're, if you're going to be uh, an accountant, if you're going to be a football player, if you're going to be anything, be the best at that you can be like, and, and that, that really, really think about that because we're not all meant to play professional sports. We're not all meant to do whatever we dreamed of doing when we grew up. That might not happen, but being the best and being able to like at, at that job and what you can do, even if it's not the end route, like, you know what I mean? Like it, it's not the end of your career. Like if you have other stuff to do, being the best at what you're doing every single day and giving your best to that, I think really goes a long way. The other part of it is I had a, a good friend named Bill Myers who, Bill uh, no check, yeah. No, it's a buddy of mine. I used to be a regular at Houston's and I had a really um difficult time in twenty thirteen and, and um mental health was at a like all time low for me and, and had just several things like where I'm very lucky that I made it through and, and all that kind of stuff. And it a lot of it was like, Man, like I'm nowhere near where I wanna be. Like I'm I'm serving tables and this wasn't even at Houston's. I had fallen like working at this like terrible sports bar and it just things were just not good in my life, man. And so I remember telling about this and complaining about how, you know, I should be doing here. My friends are getting married. This is happening. My friends are like, you know, some of my friends are making six figures and all those other things. And I'm over here like with like $84 in my checking account. And like, you know, it just is terrible. And I remember him saying like, this is all part of your journey and like enjoying the process of that journey, so enjoying good. like, like understanding this isn't the inroad at all. Like this isn't, this isn't like I was 26, 27. 
And it was like, my life might as well be over Run. because yeah. my friends are all doing this. They're all way more successful than I am. And for, I tell you what, for the most part, they still are, but I'm so happy with where I'm at. You know what I, I mean? So, but I, I was that. so upset with like, with where I thought I should be versus where I am or where I, where my friends are versus where I am. And in that, I realized when he said, it, I was like, this is so stupid, it's like psychobabble bullshit, whatever. But then really understanding now it's like where I am today, things don't happen overnight. Things don't happen. Like it takes work. And, it, and sometimes it takes people longer than, you know, than it should. I, I joke around with my fiance all the time. If she met me at 27, there's no fucking way we'd be married like or engaged. You know what I mean? Excuse my language again, but like, there's just no way that would have happened. And so it, it's just, I think things happen, like you know, at the time this was to happen, if you put in the work, you, you try to like kind of, and stay focused on that. And, and, and now one thing that I try to always do too is like, it has been a long road. It's a long road for everybody. You know what I mean? Like most people don't have like instant success, even with how fortunate I've been to get here. And, and like, you know, I remember I told somebody the other day, like yesterday I got to be a part of this staff call at the white house and about college football. And like the day before I got this, um, I got this thing in the mail from the football writers association. Like I get to like vote on awards now. And it's like all this stuff. It's like really cool. And, and like, and celebrate that, those kind of things. Because I remember, you know, years ago, like work emails were like, Hey, check hot schedules. You need to see if you can pick up this Monday morning bar shift. I haven't heard that word in a long time. I think it's still on my phone. Um, But like that kind of stuff was, was like, those are my work emails. And, and, I think so realizing cool. and celebrating the stuff that where you where you are now versus where you've been is important, but also in the same way, moving, continuing to move forward and, and like being appreciative of those things while still trying to find more and, and push for more is, is also really important. So do you think so we harp on the word vulnerability? What do you so I, I think another word too has kind of come out of this is, is gratitude. Yeah. Right. I mean, I, I think everything you're saying right now is like, man, I'm grateful where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and I think that's important. I mean, I put out a post on LinkedIn. I probably post as much on LinkedIn as you do on Twitter, but that is um, weird to me. Isn't that weird? It's crazy. Yeah. We can get into that. Um, yeah. Uh, I low key, I still think there's a huge market for you on LinkedIn and we can talk about that off air, but I'll tell you um, a very uncomfortable LinkedIn story when later. Yeah. yeah it, I'm it, sure. It'll, it'll crack you up. I'm sure. And so, but the other thing is I, I put a post out yesterday. It's like, stop comparing yourself to others. Stop comparing yeah. where you're at in your life to others. Stop comparing your salary to others. And I think right now, like, listen, you have made a living yeah. of talking about college football. Yeah. Like you Stop. are literally like, like you are what people want to do, right? Like well, not necessarily college football, but, yeah. but like following their passions mm-hmm. and making money for it. And I think that's, I think that's huge, man. You know, and I tell you what, it, it really, I appreciate that. Really. I, I do. Cause like it, it is. And like, I think my fiance gets so tired of this too, because it's like, especially in the past year, things that have happened so quickly. And I think that, so like I, like last week was mental health, like yeah. national mental health week. And yeah. so, and I'll just be honest, like, so like I struggled with suicide uh, multiple times in my life. And so there's like this very real sense of, I I wouldn't be here. Like I would, I should probably shouldn't, probably shouldn't to be honest. And, and so, and like, there's just things that, you kind of realize afterwards. And I, I think that now more than ever, people really struggle with that. And, and like, I don't, I don't know if, if it means like if you don't do that, you're going to immediately find your passion. Everything's going to work out. But I, it's one of those things where it's like, man, things do get better. They, they really do get better. And, and like taking care of yourself to get to a place is so hugely important so because um, it is, it's so easy to fall in these pitfalls. And I remember talking about therapists on this for years. And it was like, you know, if you watch Cobra Kai, 
<laughs> Unbelievable. So I watched it like three days ago. It's awesome. Okay. Um, but like, but it's one of those things where it's like an age old cliche of if something goes bad, you go to the bottle or you drink or you go yeah. do this and that. And so, and that used to be my thing is like something would go bad. Like I would go drink and feel sorry for myself all that kind of stuff and really digging yourself out of, of those pitfalls, I think. And then yeah. understanding like, wow, man, like there's like, there's a lot to achieve and still like a lot to, to be grateful for, even when things are bad. Um, you know, I do think that I'm very fortunate with how things happened. Like, it's just like, sure. I'm very lucky. You know what I mean? Like, like the fact that I was totally like, I met her on Saturday. I was working, I don't work Saturdays for the college football. Like it was yeah. before the season, but it was like, it's total, total happenstance. So I, I think that, yeah, being grateful, it, it, it's, it's a, it's a huge thing, but, and, but really like once those like little things start happening, when you see it's like, man, a year ago I was here and now I'm here and it just continues to kind of grow on that. But like, and I think that also speaks volumes of like not forgetting like where you came from and and how easy it could it could be the other way. Like the roles could be reversed if, if you're not continuing to be like, you know, progress in your life. Yeah, I love that. So so uh what we'll do, we'll dive in. So I definitely want to talk a little college football with you yeah. real fast. Yeah. It's a little South Carolina football. So we'll wrap it up here. So we got really serious. Yeah. And Chris, listen, man, Sorry, thank guys. you. No, no, I love it. I mean, you know, for me, like Battle with Depression 2018, like hit rock yeah. bottom with my work, right? I was probably, I had the best year. I was at the pinnacle of my sales career and yeah. I was the most depressed I've ever been. Well, dude, I mean, like Bamble was 14 and 0 and then lost the national championship game. We had to get a Corgi <laughs> to fix everything. I mean, so I get it. I get, no, but that's, isn't that funny how so many people, yeah. like, dude, I made, so much more money. Now, this is. I hope my boss is listening. I made so much more money bartending in Houston than I do now, mm-hmm. and and I'm I'm very fortunate, obviously, to be in a situation with like my fiance. Like we're fine financially, but like, man, I, like yeah, like it's just it's funny how those type of things can make you feel like everything's cool, everything's good, yeah. and you try to take a step back. It's like, oh man, I'm not fulfilled. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not as as happy as I thought I was. Anyway, yeah. let's talk football. I love that. Well, uh, so transition from depression. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so uh, I want to ask you about South Carolina, right? Because yeah. so I have you. So um thoughts on luke doty oh yeah uh, making um any sort of major impact on the field and if he does this year where do you think it'll be i think it'll be a receiver i think he does make a huge impact there's there's a comment the other day from his receivers coach who I, i'm forgetting his name right now joe but cox. How, how he's already yeah yeah so he's already is that joe cox from is that like joe cox cox from csu UGA? No. Oh, okay, good. Well, uh, I don't anyway. know. I don't know UGA. I mean, he came from CSU, but he may have been on staff with Brian McClendon at Georgia. No, was he the quarterback at Georgia back in the day? But he had no, the same picture. So. Okay. So anyway, bottom line, um, Joe Cox, I think he was uh, – we should look it up because I'm pretty sure it might be the guy. But he, right. he brought up this whole thing about how he's already a leader on this team. And I think that there's – there's he's a kid that is – he's gifted athletically. He's I think they already said he's the fastest player on the team or at least fastest player on offense. That, yeah. That one clip I saw that uh, Saturday or um, the Spurs Up show posted, right, yeah. um, about him. It was like the closed door, and he took off and kind of like a scramble. And I don't think I've ever seen – I've never seen a, a white dude move that fast before. Okay, so here's the thing also. He's, he's white, and I, and I don't care how this sounds – for whatever reason, people just love white athletes. Like it, like like it just we will make so many excuses for it. Dude, Christian McCaffrey, best running back in the NFL. Christian McCaffrey's a great running back, but like, are we are we also more inclined to be like he's like we love Tim Tebow too. We love sure. Johnny Manziel. You're right. Like, You're right. And You're I don't right. know what it is about being so fascinated about like white skill position players. Regardless, that aside, this kid is is very gifted athletically, and I think that on offense that is really struggling for stars like Shai Smith yeah. back. Yeah. Um, I, I think they're gonna be a lot improved. And I said this on, on the podcast, like 
the more I look at two teams in the SEC, the more I like them. And it's two teams that are just grossly overlooked, Arkansas and South Carolina. I don't think yeah. they're teams that are going to be world beaters by any means, but I no. think they're going to be a lot better than people give credit for. I think so, too. So, question, who starts in – so I was listening to uh, J.C. Sherbert yeah. um, talk about everyone's upset. Probably Colin Hill is going to get the job. Yeah. Um, and people are losing their minds. Uh, and supposedly Ryan Helinski still has like essentially everyone's red shirt this year. And then yeah. he has like another red shirt. Who starts in three years? Helinski? Oh, Helinski. Doty or, or Gunnar Stockton? Gunnar Stockton, yeah. You think so? You know, it's so funny how quickly we are to like forget stuff. because It's, it's always, ridiculous. The, the best player is the, is the backup quarterback. So everyone's fan favorite player, besides a white skill player for whatever reason, <laughs> is a is a backup. I, I hope I don't get in trouble for saying that, but it's just like it makes it drives no, it's crazy. It's so true. It's, it's so true. crazy. Yeah. Um, but so like uh, the, the backup quarterback is always the favorite person. It's all, it, always. Always. And so, and I don't know why that is. I, I think that it's because it's like, well, you know, like things couldn't be worse or they could be, there's like so much, the grass is always green on the other side type thing. I think Colin Hill starts this year um, because of the fact that it's the least amount of change in like a year of like yeah. uncertainty and like, you know, unfamiliarity. Wide receiver stuff. basically from zero. Right. And, and then you're talking about a new OC and stuff like that, which I think can only be an improvement of last year's team that averages yeah. 20 points a game. Um, I think that kid will be the starter. Gunnar Stockton, I I just hate his name. I hate his really? haircut. He's uh, such a five star name. Stockton. Gunnar Stockton. Gunner Stockton. Like, he's he sounds like the name of of like if Sci Fi Original made like a a second Top Gun movie that's like a low oh gosh, budget. I was just Top about Gun. to say that. Just <laughs> he's like Gunnar Stockton, dude. Gunner Stockton. He would be Val Kilmer's character, but like he's the worst. Well, it's funny um, too because Colton Gauthier, like we were all freaking out the COVID. So we got Colton yeah. Gauthier. Now he's a. He's no one's no one's talking about him anymore. No, right? well, so, and like Dakarian Joiner was the guy a couple years ago, and like it's, it's I just it, it blows my mind. This program always blows my mind because <laughs> I like South Carolina. I love it. William started Price. with Spurrier. It started with Spurrier it, with the quarterback battles. It ruined he, us. He, he absolutely ruined Joe because, and of course, everybody like as, as talented as those teams were, the quarterbacks you guys had under Spurrier that were like that you guys loved so much were these just like very run of the mill average three stars. Blake like Mitchell, gritty, man, you ever see Connor Blake Mitchell from Lagrange? Um, but like Connor, like Connor Shaw, man, like he'll lower his shoulder, bro. Like, why do you want him to throw with the other shoulder? How about that? You know what I mean? Like, and he was a good quarterback. He really was. But it's one of those things where um, I think that Gunnar Stockton, any like that, that's a that's a that's a fan base and um, a state in general that is not very talented or deep with yeah. with like recruiting talent. And yeah. you look at I think last year, or sorry, two years ago, South Carolina signed the top five players in that state. Only one yeah. of them was a five star, and, yeah. and they had they, they got. Birch this year, who's also another five star from my former Hammond Skyhawks. Um, but having like, you know, like five stars coming out of that state, one of the reasons that that program is so good is you got guys like Clowney, you got guys like Lattimore. And when you have these like very not often talent rich years where you have like a five star here, a couple of four stars, I, there were only six total four stars in the state. Yeah. Our four stars are better in the state yeah. two years ago. And and being able to get those players, I think, is it says a lot. Being a having a five star quarterback, let's just face it, South Carolina is not a program, not in a in a rude way, but they're not a program that is accustomed to that where you're just gonna have a five star that doesn't pan out. You know what I mean? Like I think that that's gonna have to be a guy. And when you have it in a position like that, it's gonna it's gonna go a long way. That's awesome. All right. So y'all do this on your pod. So I'm gonna do it on on this one. Lightning round. Drill? Lightning round. Two minute drill. 
Um, some are, some are, some are like just two options. One, you have yeah. to give me, give me word. Obviously I keep tally of the points, but the points don't matter. Um, all right. So Dunkin' Donuts or Starbucks? Dunkin' Donuts. Like for, for food, Starbucks or coffee? Yeah, I'm talking about coffee. What the, I'm not oh, asking Starbucks. you about yeah. food. I don't know. I, oh like I'm gosh. a big donut guy, bro. I, I hear you. All right. So Starbucks coffee, uh, favorite Starbucks drink right now. Uh, I start my days with a medium non-fat latte with three extra shots of espresso. So five total. You're an animal. All right, moving on. Um, pizza or hamburger? Pizza. Uh, what's your favorite pizza place in Atlanta? Ooh, Antico probably. I've, okay. I've recently found out that I was wrong about that, but yes, Antico. Okay, awesome. Um, favorite college football moment in person? Ooh, in person. That's um. Uh, so I was at the second twenty six game. That was pretty cool. Um, for two thousand seventeen national title game. That that was awesome. I, I'd say a close second. 2009, I sold my car to go to the SEC championship game. Um, the car hadn't been running for months. Okay. I'll just let me say this. And I know it's a lightning round. I'm, I'm expounding, but uh, I sold a 96 Buick Regal named Doris with blue outside and blue interior. And I, for 350 to get in that game, and that's, that's the game where Tebow cried. So that was pretty cool. That's awesome. Um, all right. Uh, f- favorite season of the year? Fall. Right. Not even close. Not even awesome. close. Maybe winter close second, so I don't sweat as much. That same, same, yeah, definitely. Um, all right, last question. Favorite, all-time favorite tailgating food? Oh, oh, I love chips and salsa because I eat, all, but, but I think honestly, um, corn dogs are good. Corn dogs are good. Yeah. Chicken, it's chicken tenders, chicken tenders. Chicken tenders. You can eat them with your hands and, and like and get them in the yeah. Yeah, I love it. Uh, mine, not, not that you asked, mine's pigs in a blanket all day. I will. That's, I a, will good, that's eat, a good pick. I, I will eat a two gallons of pigs in a blanket. Well, Chris, thanks thanks for coming on, man. We need to, we yeah, need just again soon. This was a blast. And Yeah, um, I appreciate it, man. Sorry yeah. I went so long. No, I love it. Thanks for being open and vulnerable. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, of course, guys. Y'all have a great day. All right.